Welcome to Anxious as Fuck, the podcast. This is a podcast for anyone who is or knows someone who is struggling with mental health, is stressed out, depressed, anxious, feeling burnt out, or even suicidal. Each episode, I'll share my knowledge and thoughts about anxiety and how the conscious and subconscious mind really works. I'll be candidly speaking about my own personal struggles with my mental health journey and offering up some advice and coping strategies that can actually make a difference in your life today. I'll also be interviewing others who have their own perspectives on these topics and will share their unique journeys with you too. Let's head into this week's episode. Hi, Kaylee. Thanks so much for joining me today. I'm so thrilled to have you as a guest on my podcast today. So I guess we've known each other for about four or five years now. I've been thinking about how long we've known each other and the years have just been flying by. And I've loved getting to know you, watching your journey through high school and university now. And we've had the opportunity to chat a little bit about some of your goals. And I'm excited to chat more with you and have our listeners get to know you and your journey. So I guess let's dive right into today's episode by having you introduce yourself and tell our listeners a little bit about you. Hey, thank you so much for having me on the show today. I really appreciate it. Um, Just a little bit about myself is that I am born and raised in Yorkton. However, I currently live in Saskatoon where I'm going to school there. I am in my third year of business with the major in management and I plan to become an entrepreneur when I'm done. Amazing. And you also have a really big goal that I know about. Um, So tell us a little bit about that. I do have a really big goal. I am a competitive curler and I am aspiring to represent Canada at the Olympics one day. Incredible. And this whole time, every time we talk about it, I'm like, and you're going to do it. And I'm going to be like, I did that girl's nails one day and she was on my podcast now. (laughs) So I'm so excited for you. Um, And so with a goal like that, I'm sure it has been a journey. Um, And so do you want to share a little bit about that journey and what that's looked like for you so far? Of course. Um, It's honestly been a little bit of a struggle the past few seasons, not including this one. I suffered from really bad performance anxiety. It had gotten so bad that like the last season I played, I started to have panic attacks on the ice, which is not ideal when you're an aspiring Olympian. And I started hearing these little voices in my head telling me I'm not good enough, that I'm never going to make it, why keep going, like you'll never be good enough to be an Olympian, and that I'm worthless. And it really destroyed my confidence both on and off the ice. And it was so frustrating because I I knew I could play well and I would practice so good and I would play so good in practice. And then as soon as I came to a game, this performance, it was like a switch would turn on and this performance anxiety would hit me and then I would just start playing horribly. Yeah. And we've talked a little bit about this, right? And how frustrating it is to know that you have the skills in your toolbox or the tools in your toolbox. And then once you are under pressure, it's like when your mind isn't performing and that's so frustrating. Right. And I think when people are dealing with any type of anxiety, really it's that frustration with our minds. Right. And so 
I think it becomes a mindset thing of instead of being frustrated with our brain, trying to listen to our brain and what it's telling us and work with our brain instead of against it, because it is so powerful as you just mentioned. Right. So, um, and with that being said, I know that you've been open to lots of different mindset, um, experiences and, coaching and sessions and different things that have supported you with your performance anxiety. And I'd love if you could share some with me because I don't know about all of them, of course, and with our listeners and maybe a few of them that have really stood out along the way that you thought were really beneficial. Of course, I've tried so many different things along the way to help support me in my performance anxiety journey. I won't mention them all because we'll literally be sitting here for like four hours if I try and mention (laughs) everything I've tried. But I will mention the three that have had the biggest impact on me. So the biggest thing that I did was shifting my mindset. During the pandemic, I was reading a lot of sports psych books. And one of them that I read was called Sacred Hoops by Phil Jackson, who is like an NBA star and he's like a five-time NBA champ. I don't know much about basketball. And so I was kind of like, I would be reading through it and I was like, hey, I don't really get this book. I don't know why I'm reading this, but a friend of mine recommended it to me. So I was like, hey, I'll keep going. And I kid you not, on the last page of the book, it said, when you accept the possibility of defeat, you can then enjoy the, you can experience the joy of competition. And it was like a light bulb went off in my head. And I was like, one of the biggest reasons I had this performance anxiety was because I had been putting way too much pressure on myself. I would tell myself constantly in like this little voice in my head, if you miss this one shot in this game, your Olympic chance is gone. The Olympics, I want my big goal is to go to 2026 the olympics are five years away of course i'm gonna miss a shot of course i'm gonna lose some games but that was my mentality that i had is that if i miss this one shot it's game over for me and i remember like saying during the pandemic i just because the season was canceled i just want to get back on the ice i don't care if i win or if i lose i just want to get back and play And I had another light bulb go off in my head. And I was like, this is the mentality I need to go in with this season. And it's been a huge reason why I don't have this performance anxiety anymore. It's because I don't put that ridiculous amount of pressure on myself. Yeah, that's incredible. And so it's Sacred Hoops by Phil Jackson, right? For any of our readers? Yes. Awesome. Great. any of your readers. Or listeners, sorry. (laughs) But uh, yeah, I love that. And it's so true. We put so much pressure on ourselves and it's not even people around us. Like people around us don't have these crazy expectations of us. It's, we put that on ourselves and we create this anxiety in ourselves and we, it's impossible to measure up to this perfection because we're human and we're not perfect, right? We're imperfect. And I love that you said, you know, from now till 2026, you're going to have some lost games and missed shots. And that's just part of it, right? It's learning through that. And it's just how it's going to be. And I love that, that you were able to take that time and figure that out for yourself. So that's incredible. Yeah, you know, like, there's a quote that I just absolutely love. And I have it written down on my computer, like home screen, the person who sabotages you the most is usually yourself. And 
with that mentality that I had for three or four seasons, I was like, that's so true. It was nobody else was putting this pressure on me, but myself. And you can either be your own best friend or your own worst enemy. So true. That's so true. Um, and so has there been anything else besides that book that has really stood out for you in your journey of, um, combating your performance anxiety? Um, another thing that I did was I climbed a mountain. It was, yeah, I know like super random, but like, I love it till you hear this story. It was back in 2018 and I climbed Mount Whistler, which is just outside of Jasper, Alberta. And I was climbing and as I was climbing this mountain, I, I wanted to quit every 10 minutes because I had that mentality, right? You're not good enough to climb this mountain. You're not going to get to the top anyway. What's the point of going halfway that halfway and then just turn back around? Like, this is stupid. Why are you doing this? But thankfully, I had a good support system. I was climbing with a teacher. And so every 10 minutes when I would say I was done, she'd be like, Haley, if I'm climbing this thing, so are you. And if you're like 64-year-old principal is climbing to the peak, so are you. You are 17 years old. You can do this. So I was like, okay. And we kept trugging along. And every 10 minutes, I'd just be like, no, I'm done. But I kid you not, eventually, I made it to the top of this freaking mountain. And it was the most beautiful sight I'd ever seen in my life. And I knew like right then and there, I would do it all over again in a heartbeat just to get back to the top of the peak. And about a year and a half later, I realized that it was a parallel to my Olympic journey because about every once a year, I have this thing where I want to give up and I'm done. I was like, curling's stupid. Like I'm done. I'm not good enough to do this. And I have somebody in my support system be like, Haley, just give it one more season. One more season, you can quit. And so I go play the season. No, I'm done. Haley, just one more season. And I realized that like, and I realized that once I get to the top of the Olympic podium, that I would be willing to do this whole thing all over again, just to feel that rush again. And I also realized that I needed to keep going and I need to keep going on this Olympic journey that I have because my future self depends on it. What if one day I'm standing on top of the podium and I'm going to be thanking my younger self that I didn't give up on this dream because she she does it. And from then on, I've just learned that I need to trust the process, which is a huge and a really important saying for me. Yeah. And I think that's an important saying for anybody who deals with anxiety, whether it's performance or otherwise, it's just trusting that process because we're often so focused on the outcome. We're focused on the Olympic podium or we're focused on, you know, not being in debt or whatever we're stressing about, whatever we're anxious about. And it's like, we're focusing on the end goal so much that we're forgetting all the amazing ups and downs and the amazing journey in itself. So I love that for anybody who's experiencing anxiety. Yeah, and so like for full season, I don't do it anymore this season because I've ingrained it into my mind. But for every season, I would write the word trust in my hand before every game. And it would remind me to trust the process, trust myself, trust my teammates, trust this live and trust if it's gonna happen, it'll happen. Amazing. Amazing. Anything else that really stands out for you? Um, the lastly, the other biggest thing, and to be honest, when I was like thinking about these questions, completely forgot about it. 
<laughs> and I was talking to my mentor, Lori Renton, and she's like, Kaylee, you forgot to talk about knowing and understanding your personality. And I was like, how on earth did I forget that? And so my mentor, Lori, introduced me to knowing and understanding my personality type. She uses like something called the Enneagram, which is essentially a way for us to become more aware of the patterns and habits that aren't serving us. And understanding my personality type has like helped me immensely because it allowed me to understand my performance triggers and how to prevent them. And it also allowed me to recognize the signs of my panic attacks and how to stop them from happening. It's been a great tool that has served me so well. And now that I understand my personality type, I can kind of like help others with theirs. It's like my sister, I know that like she, her personality type and I know her triggers. And so I was like, hey, you know what? This is just one of her triggers. Like it's nothing personal. You just gotta, gotta let her go. And so it's been such a good tool. Amazing. And I love that. And I love that you mentioned that you almost forgot about it because it's something, it's something that's so subtle, but sometimes those subtle little things make such a huge impact. And I think people who are feeling or they're struggling with their mental health, they're looking for some big answer, but oftentimes the answer is just within ourselves. It's sitting back and understanding who we are as a human being, as a personality, what our feelings are like and our emotions and just sitting with that. And I think awareness and understanding ourselves is the best way to do that. That's amazing. Yeah. I love that. And so I heard through the grapevine, (laughs) a little birdie told me that you're working on building a program to help others with performance anxiety. So do you, or can you share some of that? Do you want to share some of that today? Absolutely. So I'm building, working on building a program. It's not quite done yet, but it's called Hit Your Peak. And essentially it's how to help others achieve their goals and eliminating performance anxiety. So there's like it's about a six-week process it's going to be and it's going to be like knowing and understanding your support system and being accountable to yourself and to your goals and um, knowing your why how to being resilient incorporating things such as like mindfulness and meditation into your journey because I know that's been a big help with me and so I'm so excited to release it and if anybody and if any of the listeners out there are suffering from performance anxiety and are interested to be a part of my beta group, feel free to reach out to me on Facebook, on Instagram. We're currently working on a website, not quite done yet. And so, yeah, I'm so excited. It's going to be so good once it's released. That's incredible. Well, congratulations on that. I, yeah, this is the first time that I'm hearing about it and I'm excited to, for you to share that with other people. So That's incredible. And I think that just shows how strong you are and that you're able to take your struggles and your journey that hasn't been the easiest and use it to continue to help yourself, but also start to help others too. That's amazing. Congrats. Thank you. And so back to talking about some of the different sessions and coaching and the things that have really stood out for you. I have to mention, we connected last week and you were able to experience hypnosis for the first time. Um, Can you share a little bit about that? Because it's one thing for me to share what hypnosis feels like, but I always love when someone else who's experienced it for the first time shares a little bit about what it's like. Absolutely. It was a great experience. 
definitely wasn't what I was expecting. I don't know what I was getting myself into walking in, but, and it's hard to explain my experience because it was like, I was conscious, but you were tapping into my subconscious. So I was like, I was listening to everything going on and I was just like, go, go, go work underneath the, it's like when you're looking at a iceberg, your conscious is like the stuff you can see. Kelsey was working with the stuff that would be underneath the water. And that's like a big part because 95% of yourself is subconscious. And so that's definitely like, I think is the area where people like need to do a lot of work is on the subconscious level, working through your beliefs and your values and whatnot. Um, I'm going to cut you off there for a second. Sorry. I love that analogy. I'm going to use that analogy all the time. I love that with the iceberg. And it's so true. Like all of your feelings, your emotions, things that people said to you as a kid, you know, things that you don't even realize they're just hidden under that iceberg, under the surface that they're just waiting to be removed and replaced with something more positive. So I'll let you continue. Okay. (laughs) Um, I haven't really been able to put it into practice yet because I haven't done a whole bunch of curling yet. We're kind of like on a little bit of a break in our season, but I do have a cool story to tell you. Ooh, share. (laughs) Okay. So less, I kid you not, less than 24 hours after the hypnosis, I was at the ring practicing away just like I usually do. And I got a phone call from a competitive women's team asking if I wanted to play for them that weekend. And this was like Thursday at noon. And they were like, okay, perfect. We need you in Swift Current at like Friday at one o'clock. And I was like, okay, perfect. I will be on my way at like 9 a.m. And so I got to play women's competitive women's curling, which is something I haven't done for a couple of years. So I thought that was a pretty cool connection that it happened right after my hypnosis treatment. That's so amazing. And so many people and who knows, right? But it's just like the timing, you know, and the connection. And I noticed that so many people after hypnosis and working through their subconscious, it releases blocks. And when you're able to release blocks, you give off this different energy. And we know that the energy that you put out in the world comes back to you. And so lots of my clients see that so often. So I love that that's happening to you too. That's incredible. Um, and so I love asking this question to all of my guests because I think it's important. And as I mentioned, you're already sharing your knowledge and your skill set, which is incredible. But if you could give one piece of advice to anyone experiencing performance anxiety, what would it be? What would you tell them? This is a tough one because everyone's performance anxiety is so different and everyone has different situations. But I'm going to give off a piece of advice that I wish people told me this all the time, but I never listened to it or I believed it. So this is what I wish I would have understood when I was younger, because then I wouldn't have had all of this performance anxiety is believe in yourself and know that you are kind, you're worthy, and you're absolutely good enough to accomplish anything your heart desires. Amazing. I love that advice. and. I think that's just it, believing in yourself and knowing that you're capable of things. And it sounds so cheesy and cliche, but it's like, 
shoot for the moon and you'll end up with the stars. Right. And it's so like, even as I say it, I'm like cringing at myself, but like, I remember seeing that poster in like my elementary school classroom. And like you said, you don't really believe it until you start to really live it and see that it has such benefits, but I love that piece of advice. Thank you. Well, I think that's it for today. Our time is coming to a close here. So I just wanted to say thank you so much for joining me, Kaylee. I have loved getting to know you and having you here on this podcast has just gotten, um, allowed me to get to know you even more. And I'm excited to continue to watch your journey and I'll be watching you with my pom-poms ready at the Olympics in 2026. <laughs> so I thank love you it. for being here. <laughs> thank you for having me. Thank you so much for joining me this week. To view the complete show notes and a recap of today's podcasting tips, visit prairiehypnosis.com forward slash podcast or visit my Facebook and Instagram pages at Prairie Hypnosis and Yoga. Before you go, make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you can receive new episodes right when they're released. You can subscribe right now in the app that you're using to listen to this podcast. And lastly, I do have a quick favor to ask before we go. If you're enjoying the podcast, I hope that you'll let me know. I absolutely love reading through reviews, and if you have a minute to spare, I'd love to read yours too. Reviews let podcast apps know that great listeners like you enjoy our show, and that helps us expand our reach in search results so I'm able to help more people with their mental health journey. So it really does make a huge difference. And one more thing, if you or someone you know is struggling or has thoughts of suicide, please contact your nearest emergency services or suicide prevention service. Thank you again for joining me, Kelsey, in this episode of Anxious as Fuck, the podcast. I'll see you next time.